Isn't that amazing? I saw that ad. So what? Well, I, I guess I was watching the Lakers. I was watching the Lakers Bucks game last night, where it, it's on TNT, right? So they're always plugging AEW when I'm watching basketball, which is a lot of fun. Oh yeah, that's and, true. Yeah, and, no. <laughs> and um, and I saw it. Yeah, and it was just Chris Jericho's face, and it said returning January 1st, and my thought was two two weeks. Yeah, that's like, not a bad little holy break. shit! Holy shit! Holy, <laughs> I, I'd love to be an employee of this company. I don't know how. Oh, yeah. I don't know. How I mean, you already you, only work once a week. Now you get two whole weeks off. I don't know how you can be in the in, in the business, or or if you are in the business and maybe working for a different company, you're certainly seeing these things and going like, oh, oh okay. The, you mean once a week, and I get two <laughs> weeks off for Christmas? Like that has to be a big deal. If let's say you just received your release from a different company. And you're looking. You're looking to go to a different company, right? So, you're taking your big ass beard with you. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jump to any conclusions here. I'm not gonna jump to any conclusions. Hey, no. I. I, I think Cody himself came out and commented on how uh, much of a talent. He did. I saw Hart. that. I saw that. You know um, how how valuable he would be in the AEW locker room. Yeah, so I mean, it's pretty much. Uh, it feels like within ninety days or whatever it is, he'll be he'll be showing up on uh, some dynamite. Who's who's the biggest guy on AEW? Like like the largest person? Um, uh, maybe Wardlow is pretty big. Wardlow's Hager. pretty big. Hager, Luchasaurus. Yeah, there's no yeah there, and those guys are probably what like six eight, six seven. I don't know. Yeah, there's not a there's certainly not as much beef in the lot in, in in an <laughs> AEW locker room than there is on a Monday Night Raw locker room. Yeah, not quite. Not, <laughs> yeah, not, not, not as much beef. There's still some beef, but uh, yeah, no. Luke Harper, he could instantly be one of, be one of the top uh, big guy monster types if that's what they want to do with him. Yeah, booking him as that, eliminating everybody from every kind of you know Rumble style competition or yeah, and actually booking him, letting him talk a bit, letting him do some shit. So. Oh, I'm sure he can talk just fine. Yeah. But like what's the point, right? Cuz or <laughs> remember <laughs> remember like th- remember like a month ago, maybe 2 months ago now when or no, this probably would have been longer than that. When Luke Harper came back to yeah, save like, Rowan. Yeah. And, and for like a week or two. It's just like, gone. Okay, he's back. That's what that's what that, <laughs> that's what I don't get. That's what I, that's one thing about like imagine I can I told that when something like that happens, I get why these dudes are pissed. Yeah, or these well, dudes like, are just uh, not happy. Even Moxley himself, he was saying he's like when he was in WWE, he's like, "Please, I hate that you're making me want to leave. Like, <laughs> I don't want to have to walk away from this." But <laughs> you fuck, I'm that. miserable. What, which interview was that? <laughs> um, in particular, I think it may have been. May yeah, have been on Jericho. It may have been on the Jericho thing. He wa- he did a good thing on uh, Jr. on Jr. Uh, oh yeah, like a yeah. live show before whatever their last pay per view was. Full gear. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, that's he kept repeating that like, please don't make me turn down millions of dollars. <laughs> like, stop making me do yeah, this. Like, just give me one good story. Give me know. one good story, and I'll take your millions of dollars. But guys, like, and he ended up he ended up saying no. He ended up saying no. Yeah. He 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 bought it. He he has a house for him and his wife. He bought a house for his mom, and then he's kind of like, fuck, you <laughs> don't make it. me say no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's working out well for uh, for all parties involved. Well, it's certainly working out well for the Moxman and AEW. I don't know how I don't know yeah. how well it's working for. Uh, well, I mean, his wife Renee, she's got. Oh, a nice of course, of job. course. I also <laughs> heard uh, he was on a thing lately um, that she that he said that she, Renee's pretty much like untouchable in yeah, the thing, and, and, and they it was, really like her there. 
it was coming out like, or people were just saying like, yo, Moxley, maybe you shouldn't say all this shit about, you know, WWE. And I think obviously like he's holding, <laughs> he's holding some of it back because he is aware that is, uh, that Renee works there. But, um, yeah. I, the next quote that he said was just kind of like, she's, she's untouchable over there at WWE. Like they, or Fox, whoever it is, loves her so much that it doesn't matter that she's married to arguably one of the biggest stars on the planet right now. Yeah. Who doesn't even work for the like formerly of your company? You know, like jumped jumped the ship, and yeah, I've uh, heard that she's uh, good. I've heard that like yeah, like other companies are scouting her, trying to like snap like ESPN or Fox or shit like for their own. Cause she's good sports. Really, yeah, she's a good yeah, she's just a good broadcaster. She's she's a good bro she's a good broadcaster, and uh, you know she's, she's, no, she's not controversial. She's not like uh, Corey Graves and stuff, just tweeting things out there that. She's very uh, and just like yeah, and just like a strong woman in the industry, like you know, you can't think about that. It's it's like the, it's the Doris Burke effect. Like Doris Burke is so good at what she does, and everyone just naturally likes her. <laughs> Renee has that about her, where she's just good at doing this job. Everyone's gonna like her, whether whether it's yeah. a market on ESPN or a market in Canada. I mean, you know, we there loved her, they loved her. It doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter what she's doing. Uh, well, she's we, we, good we loved at her, her job. Her, uh, we didn't make her change her last name though. We didn't think it was too French. <laughs> Renee Paquette. Um, so how do you think, like, how do you think that conversation between Vince and Renee went? Which one? Like, when, like when, when, Vin, when Vin, yeah, no, well, Vince tells Renee, we're changing your name from Renee Paquette to Renee Young. Oh. Is that just, like. Uh, I think it's probably pretty, pretty easy. It's probably pretty easy. It's like, you know, something quick, something we can market. Something, yeah, I don't know. No one speaks French anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're weak. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. And then, uh, yeah, I guess that way. Then WWE owns the name as well, Renee Young. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to you have to own your own name, folks. Pull the old Cena, the old Johnny, yeah. the old Johnny Boy C. Or be uh, be uh, famous before you come into the company. Mm -hmm. Like Kurt Kane, Angle. like Kane Velasquez. Yes, Mister Velasquez. Uh, who else has a real name? Uh, Humberto Carrillo. That's his real name. Is it? Yeah. Huh. I did not know that. Um, another little yeah. another little fun fact. Uh, not like I was researching any of this stuff for trivia or anything. <laughs> but another oh. little fun fact. Angel Garza is um, like their cousins. Not an angel? Oh, they're cousins. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. They're like their buds and they've just grown up together. And uh, they're like first cousins. Like their, their dads are brothers. So it's a very, very close, oh, very, okay. very yeah. close relation. So the... So little Angel Garza was running around ripping his pants off all the time, and Humberto was chasing him. Humberto <laughs> was chasing him. Trying to put his pants back on. Yeah, like, Come, on <laughs> Come on, man. Wrestle with pants on. <laughs> well, it's just like, just like, <laughs> just like yeah. Randy walking around, running around with his just little tidy whities <laughs> ah. All right. Let's get into Please the show, dive. though. Let's dive. Because, dive in. Uh, because we've been diving about Luke Harper. Now, I know Humberto Carrillo been talking, doing a lot of uh, outside of the ring talk when there was actually a lot of in ring action this week. There's a pay per view, TLC. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are they? Kid, kids, heels, baby faces, you're listening to the Shoe Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Just in case. Just yeah, in case yeah. you had gotten this far and you hadn't figured it out, this is the only wrestling podcast online currently that is hosted by uh, myself, Cameron Osborne, and my co host, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Uh, yes, sir. I've um I've been I've been trying to lean into this uh to Cameron Thunder Osborne. 
Oh, yeah, I just got, it'll, it'll pop in it'll pop in and out of my head every so often. <laughs> I'll just sort of like you know, the thought just sort of goes by. I just think to myself, huh? The camera Thunder Osborne. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, you like that one. Eh? I do. I do like that all one. Right, I do like right. that one, which is uh, which is funny because out of all the names on myself that I thought I would change for my wrestling name, the middle one yeah. was never the one that I thought I'd get rid of. <laughs> and I'm just kind of swap and storm for Thunder, and it works every time. Because I like yeah. to think if I was a professional wrestler, I would be a Jushin Thunder Liger type. Ah, yes. You know, cover up my Can't face. I'm uh, beloved. <laughs> yes, around the I'll world, do some fun, crazy moves, and um, yeah, doing some crazy moves, and I got—I I probably got a few uh, five-star matches under my belt. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> exactly right. Very good expectations. That—that's just you know, if I, I'm just saying, if I was a, if I was a wrestler, you know. Yeah. I, no, I dig it. Well, I you think know, I'd be a, I'd be a Shawn Michaels type, you know. Especially when your like your high school hair. <laughs> yes. Was For those that don't know, I did have uh, yeah some long locks back in those days. Down, and you were at least down to the nips, if not further. Yeah, I definitely went past you know went past the collarbone, depending on the month. Wow. Yeah. No. That that that, that, <laughs> was, that a fun was, time. Uh, that was good. I haven't worked on my look yet. I mean, I guess I you know I guess yeah I'm wearing a mask. Mask well, and yeah, pants. I think is yeah. the big part. Yeah, Liger's got like a full on bodysuit, so pretty much. But. Uh, Depends. Depends what you want to do. If you want to show off your arms, show off some tattoos and shit, you know. That's a good point. That's a good point. But, yeah. you know. Well, that one thing, a lot of wrestlers do get um, get to have a lot of say in, like, designing their own gear and shit. Unless there's, like, a specific character pat, like Zack Ryder, he can kind of pick whatever he wants on his trunks and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they're given. I, I don't think that Vince McMahon is that stifling that he's telling you what you can and cannot wear. That yeah. would be a bit much. That would be a bit much. Um, let's kick off, though. Review. Around this time, of course, in December. Yeah. Last year's TLC was hot. Um, we had, I think this was the show where we had that Becky, Asuka, Charlotte match. Yeah, that was a good one. It was a hot match. I'm sure we had something else. But um, let's yeah. – uh, <laughs> now, you probably watched the kickoff. I did not. Well, I watched it, like, after the fact because it turns out that the kickoff match was actually Andrade and Humberto Carrillo. Yes, yeah, so this was one of those ones they just announced the day of. But um, – so it was funny. I had uh, – for the during the pre-show, my, uh, like my brother and my niece and my grandma were there. So I just kind of had this on in the background. And then my grandma started getting sucked in, and she was watching this match. <laughs> It was actually a pretty good match uh, to watch. So she was like, oh, like she wasn't like she's in it. She's like, oh, look at that. <laughs> like she started talking about the the old days watching, started naming names like, uh, I don't know, like Jumping Jack Bean and things like that. Like weird names. You know? I remember Jumping Jack <laughs> yeah. Bean. She's like, oh, we'd go. We'd see a wrestling show. And then at halftime, they'd have a midget toss. And, <laughs> toss <them. laughs> and that was a real thing. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, all right. Mike, we uh, like to call it a midge. We call it a midge toss now. A midge, a midge uh, toss. Using the full word. A midge. Disrespectful. Uh, anyway, so she, yeah, she enjoyed the match. Uh, Andrade got his eye busted open at one point. So, yeah. Nothing wrong she with that. Was, nothing wrong with a little, nothing people, wrong with a little like, blood. Yeah, she's like, oh, how do they do that? How do they make it look so real? <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, 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 Grandma. That one actually is real. Yeah. But uh, anyways, Umberto Carrillo hits a, a beautiful reverse Rana off the top rope and then a moonsault and he gets the win. So nice opening match. Grandma gives it thumbs up. Grandma gives it thumbs up after the match. Andrade walks back up to the uh, the Titan Tron and uh, leaves Zelina Vega behind. She's just kind of standing by the ring. 
Yeah, they um, were kind of beefing. Further, I mean, I think last week on Raw, you know, it felt like a little hint of them breaking up, which would suck, but I get it. I feel like the two of them are both super open about uh, like in the online sphere about their actual <laughs> yeah, relationships. Um, yeah, as long as it doesn't lead to a cuckold story, I'm okay. Oh with. my god, no! I don't think you could. I don't think you would cuck Charlotte. I think <laughs> Charlotte must have some She's kind of like veto power of like stories. She has to, or she'll just yeah. say no. And then what are you gonna do? I, I don't think they would do that Charlotte to Charlotte either. They they hold her too highly. Yeah, but, but, um, which sucks because it would be nice to see Andrade and Zelina Vega work together. Uh, I remember it was a couple weeks ago, maybe it was just last week, when Sami Zayn was like, I'm not clear to wrestle, but I've got my manager license. Like, yeah, that could so. be a whole show. Give me an hour of just manager <laughs> school, where you have the <laughs> likes of, you got Paige, you got Zelina Vega, Sami yeah. Zayn, all learning how to be managers. Uh, you know, that would like be fun. Jimmy Hart's up there. Jimmy Hart's the up there. Of course, he's got his megaphone. Yeah. He's like, all right. Oh, well, <laughs> God, well goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you'd want to, all right, WWE Network, we're giving you ideas. We're just manager giving school. you, I, giving you ideas and I, <laughs> sequel manager school too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Maybe out. Some kind of feature length movie or just throw 15 minutes into raw. Cause sometimes yeah. these raw segments go a little bit too long and you're sort of thinking to yourself, man, we could cut this out. <laughs> yeah. We could cut well, this out. There you go. New seg. Let's, uh, uh, let's, let's kick off the show though, because, um, uh yeah TLC so we got all sorts of stuff we're gonna kick off with a ladder match actually it's the New Day taking on uh, the Revival the New Day uh, defending their SmackDown Tag Championships which I always forget that they're the fucking champions yeah the, the yeah but uh, but let but let but we kick off the show and they get like almost twenty minutes and have a great time doing it yeah this was a real hot match uh, maybe the best of the night when all said and done but. Um... Yeah, Kofi was the MVP again, doing all his stuff, jumping all around, bunch of high spots. Uh, that one moment where they tip the ladder over and he lands, balances on the top rope. Um, yeah, just everyone eating some punishment here, getting slammed onto ladders. Big E kind of takes an awkward fall at one point off the tipping ladder, and he sells that knee pretty well. Uh, yeah, what was uh, what was the, I don't even think what was what was the what was the finish? Um. It was a, it was a yeah, big Kofi, ending off the ladder. Yeah, Kofi was like, yeah, Big E hits the big ending off the ladder, which looked great. And then Kofi was kind of like trapped in the ladder with his legs. And then he like sits back up, knocks Dawson off with the belt, grabs the belts to retain the title. So ended up being a pretty awesome match. Great opener. It was uh, supposed to be a ladder match until they just added that stiff. Until they just decide. Well, I mean, it's, you figure if it's for the belts, it has to be. It yeah, has to be. Yeah, a I'm glad match. we got another. I'm um, glad we got it. This was uh, the New Day does. I really enjoy when the New Day has weapons. Uh, they somehow find well. They some they somehow find real fun ways to make it work. I think of that Helena Cell, maybe two years ago oh, against yeah. the Usos, which that was, was I I can't really remember the rest of the card, but I do think I do remember that being my favorite match on the card. Yeah, that was one of the best tag matches of the year. I think of of the year. Yeah, the New Day is great at uh, and it's Co you know Kofi Kingston's so quick and you know he makes weapons look fun. Um, yeah. I didn't see this because, uh, of course, it was pre-show. But I guess during the pre-show, the revival came out and started talking shit to Booker T. Um, did this did this actually happen? I just heard about it. Uh, this was probably one of the parts where I wasn't paying attention. To okay, so he comes out and talks shit to Booker T. Um, like, then the revival challenges Booker T to bring Harlem Heat back together. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, and um, so, yeah. And the Rumble is taking place in Houston, which is actually Booker T and Stevie Ray's uh, oh. hometown. Um, so, uh, so it looks like we're going to so get a little Harlem Heat reuniting uh, squash. The shoot meter. The shoot is, meter uh, is, is predicting hot. Harlem. The heat, the heat from Harlem is shooting this thing up. I mean, you're calling. I mean, it right we now. we were here. We were here at SummerSlam in Toronto, and there was no shoot meter of the Edge showing up. Oh, sorry, yes. just Edge rather. Just, <laughs> the, the Edge, well, the, edge the Edge showed up. The Edge was yes. there. Came uh, down to the wrestling ring and started playing when the streets have no name. Um, uh, and then yeah, Edge and he hit came a spear. Out. And he had a spear on someone, which I, don't really which I was remember. told he was never to do again. So there's there's hot rumors going on about Edge now. Who who did he hit did it on? Heard? I don't really remember. He just kind of came uh, out and then uh, Elias maybe. Elias, that sounds about right. He said something shitty yeah. about Kawhi and the Leafs. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then we booed him out of the building. Um, got, yeah, nice surprise. Um, next match yeah, though, we... let's move on to the next match because um, Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy knocked. He knocked. He knocked he once the and door. then left immediately. Do you remember that? But yeah, Alistair Nikki, Black Nikki. and Buddy Murphy is the next match we have on the card. Um, this was fantastic. Yeah, we were both excited for this going in, and I think it definitely delivered. Um, the first bit of the match, I felt like the crowd wasn't, you know, after coming off that ladder match, they took a bit to warm up, but they got into it by the end. Um, also, got to mention Alistair Black wearing uh, those green trunks. With like this big uh, poop stain on the back, it looked like <laughs> it was a it weird was color scheme. It was like of... forest colors. Yeah, like, I've never seen him wear anything but black, so it just kind of. I'm not saying it was an ugly color. Just, uh, just, Man, just, the it just, the, just the way it happens. Uh, Buddy Murphy, <laughs> or sorry, um, Alistair Black gets busted open too right off the bat. Samoa Joe. Yeah. Samoa Joe and Jerry Lawler are really selling us on his nose is broken. Yeah, who the other guy? I forget who it was. Kept mentioning the jaw. I'm like, his yeah, who nose is, is who is that other guy? <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? I can't remember what oh, it was. It's skinny white. Uh, it's skinny it white Vic guy. Joseph. Nah, who Vic the, Joseph. Who, who, Anyways, who the uh, heck knows? Yeah, so his nose was busted. Um, real, yeah, just bleeding for pretty much the rest of the match. So Murphy's just targeting it, hits him with some kicks, and both of them hitting some stiff-looking strikes, looking for that killing blow, which eventually Alistair does hit with the big black mask to pick up the win. How, Great match. How many big matches do Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy need to have? Matches that tear the house down, best on the card, pay-per-view or television. Uh, how many of these do we need before these guys, one of these guys gets pushed? Well, hopefully this is the start of that. You know, I think, um, uh, this I think they might have like another two matches. <laughs> oh, yeah, really, really just sell it. And <laughs> like then, Buddy uh, Murphy will win one, and then Black will win the last, and then Black will get pushed pretty hard, and hopefully Murphy will still get pushed. But I feel like Black will be the bigger of the two. Um, yeah, he has that. He has that more of like a sellable look. I feel. Yeah, too. that's the presence, the entrance, um, the tattoos. Yeah, and but and but and but Buddy Murphy has been crushing it ever since the who killed. Oh, yeah. Ever since who killed Roman Reigns, we we've we've been asking ourselves why isn't Buddy Murphy in this uh, in this spotlight? And it sucks to see these guys go. You know, less than you know, not that much time. I would have probably rather. Maybe a couple other matches, time shifted, you know, around, maybe give these guys a lot of time. Yes. Although Why? I will say, they did keep this pay-per-view pretty uh, lean. It, it was, was over by like 10 after 10 or something. It was, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty lean. They've been doing well. Not, a lot, last, like, not a lot of body fat on these. Not a lot of body fat I think they've learned a bit less is more. Like the last three or four have ended up by before 10. And then, and then stuff. save the long ass ones. Like we don't mind doing, let's say three long ass pay-per-views a year. Let's say, yeah, let's you say, got your right? Manias, the Rumble, you got your Rumble and Mania are going to be long. 
Yeah. Let's keep the other guy short and sweet, you know? Uh, like, we go. don't mind doing that as fans. Um, exactly. Speaking of short and sweet, we had a uh, uh, another tag match coming up. The Viking Raiders op- uh, issued an open challenge last week on Raw, I guess. And um, the OC were the ones who answered the call. Who, I forgot, they come out with their trophy from their uh, Saudi Arabia <laughs> thing. I forgot they had won that best tag team in the world tournament like you would think i totally forgot because they're not really getting pushed in their own they're you know they're in this aj storyline still um but but the uh, best you gotta admit that trophy is better than the other one it's 100 percent better and anybody (laughs) carrying it is better than shane mcmahon carrying it (laughs) uh but yeah we have a quick match and the viking raiders end up getting uh a little dub uh i think they just kind of fought outside the ring and there was a big count out and that's how it ended. Oh, is it a double count? Does that mean like out. nobody wins? I think so. I think is it, that what yeah, that means? Just, okay. Um, yeah, and as we said before, the open challenge it always uh, creates a little mystery, but eighty percent of the time it's never. Yeah. Like the you know it wasn't an exciting answer, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on to the next. Whatever. We move on. We move on to the first TLC match of the night. Actually, it was. Uh, um. So what do we have? So we had King Corbin. Baron Corbin taking on Roman Reigns in our first TLC matchup. Uh, right off the bat, there were no dogs to be seen. Yes. That no g- no can above the ring. This no was ca- can above pin. the ring. Imagine if it was one of those. like It's like one of those, like an automatic can opener. And the first person to like <laughs> press the button and then I was picturing, yeah, maybe like dog food falling on the ring. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why we didn't predict that. I was so heavy in on this dog poop stuff. Well, it's good. they didn't do it. It was just a simple win by pin or submission. No poop. Um, we did get some weapons, though. Uh, we got the tables, choke slam through a table, chair shots. Eventually, Dolph Ziggler comes out, super kicks Roman out of nowhere, and then the Revival come out. So we got a big uh, gang helping Corbin. So Reigns tries to fight them all off. He hits his big dive to the floor. He goes to hit a spear on Corbin. And then Ziggler just throws a chair right in his face, just nails him pretty good. And then Revival hit a Shatter Machine. Corbin hits the end of days onto a steel chair to pick up the win. So, unfortunately, I think this feud will continue. Unfortunately. You know what? This felt like one of those classic overbooked messes. Yeah, um, like, that, being, that being said, though, Baron Corbin still feels like one of the most genuine heels right now. Uh, yeah, like there's that th- end of days. No one's ever kicked out of the end of days. It's, it's a, very. It's a good protective. look. It's a good looking move. Uh, yeah. But and but not only that, there. I don't think there's a single crowd in North America that would cheer for Baron Corbin. <laughs> so, so yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's a good. Like some heels are so good and cool that everyone cheers him, but not Corbin. That's not happening. You know. Yeah, <laughs> and I think he's a good enough in-ring performer yeah where it's not it's not like a Nia Jax situation we're not booing him because we don't like the booking yeah uh you know it's like we're booing him because you know you're good at you're good at what you're doing so you are you are those matches with uh, Gable showed that he can have good matches we can get behind Mm -hmm. and uh yeah, it makes you cheer for the other guy even more because everyone wants to see Corbin lose. So. Everyone wants to see Corbin lose. Yeah, something tells me this isn't the end. This isn't the last we're going to see of this little of This, little this isn't feud. the end of days for this feud. Uh, yeah, something tells me it's not the end of days. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. but let's keep moving on where we have actually a Universal Championship match. Uh, where I don't even know if it was for the belt. I, yeah, um, I, I, never, I never got that straightened out. I never it got that matter. straightened out either. But we do have The Miz taking on not The Fiend, but actually Bray Wyatt. Um, the Friday before uh, the pay per view, um, this was actually a great. This was actually a great uh, like promo that they did promoting the match. They had a camera crew and Renee come to the Miz's house, uh, yes. where the Miz was there with Maurice and like their kids, and then creepy shit starts happening. Uh, yeah, it's like Maurice a dog. Do- like Mike, Mike. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a, like a doll, a little doll, a uh, little fiend doll amongst their kid. Like one of their daughters yeah. is uh, like stuff. Um, it was. I really, I really enjoyed that part of the angle. Kind of like simultaneously plugging. I'm sure their their reality show that they have. I'm sure that's what yeah, they wanted Miz to do. While you know, right. while bringing Renee onto a Friday onto a SmackDown, which we haven't had happen yet. Uh, yeah. I, I thought this. I uh, thought this was a great angle, a great way to push this like weird little feud that's kind of happening. Um, unfortunately, yeah, I, <laughs> no. Uh, the uh, I thought the kid did well too. They must have. The kid seemed like it was actually scared for a second when they ran in and grabbed her. And yeah. Whenever I feel, I feel like there was there was something in that room that was actually scaring her. Whenever I see a kid crying on television or in a movie, I just always wonder like, do yeah, did they? intentionally scare this person did somebody yeah, put like on do a, they actually have the fiend in the corner like ducking down with the mask on <laughs> imagine yeah um, oh like, my Rah! god oh my that would it's fuck like, you up so much that would fuck you up so much <laughs> it was like my parents used to have some guy dress up in like a mask that looks like your face <laughs> torn off <laughs> yeah and he'd scare and then me. i would see him on tv attack people and do shit yeah he would stick their hand down he would stick his hand down their throats <laughs> uh but anyways we do get the actual match itself where it's fun like bray wyatt comes out as bray wyatt the the yeah we got the, the firefly funhouse fun um and, uh, he's waving yeah, he's his smiling entrance, he was, yeah he was happy like the way he was playing to the crowd he went to go in the ring and then come out and go in one more time and they're cheering for him and he's like stop it he was all smiling <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah early on he's just he's not putting up much of a fight he's uh yeah miz is beating him around hits a scroll skull crushing finale but doesn't go for a pin which was the mistake because then Bray just kind of starts getting more aggressive. And, uh, yeah, eventually he does hit that sister Abigail, gets the win. And then after the match, the Fiend shows up on the screen. And then uh, so back on the air, folks, back on the air. You didn't miss much. You didn't miss much. Pretty much we're getting. Are we getting Daniel Bryan, the Fiend? Are we getting that uh, rumble? The big Daniel Bryan. Yes, he's back. He's got his, his fresh short hair. Still a little bit of a beard, a little little stubble there. Um. Yeah, looks like the, that'll probably be your your Royal Rumble Universal Title match. Goo, this could be a this could be a match of the year. Early, yeah, well, it'll have to be. Yeah, twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm sure they'll get a nice match. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the Fiends wrestle. Is it going to be the Fiend versus Roman at WrestleMania? Is that where they're aiming for? Um. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know, but either way, Brian, you can't you can't go wrong with Brian in any world title match. You really can't go wrong with face Brian. Uh, we're moving on. Um, we're almost at our main event, but first we need a tables match because we did have a ladders match. Uh, we didn't have a chairs match, but we do have a tables match. Um, finally, finally, we're getting the 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 cuck build feud coming to us ahead. I, I, uh, I'm down to skip this one. Bobby Lashley and Lana taking on Rusev in a tables match. Mike, did Lana go through the table? No, unfortunately. Fuck. She Fuck. was just kind of... She so... was just out there yelling the whole time. I thought she was going through a table. Yeah, no. We did get a guardrail at one point that yeah. got bent when yeah. Rusev got slammed. But, that doesn't uh, count. And some kendo sticks, so it wasn't all tables. Um, <laughs> but eventually, Lana, Lana jumps on Rusev's back. That's about all you get from her. So that's... Um, that causes the distraction long enough. Lashley goes to hit a spear onto a table in the corner, but then they just kind of bounce off of it. But luckily, there was another table set up in the opposite corner, so Lashley just, with some quick thinking, just grabs Rusev, suplexes him through the other table to get the win. 
Um, Lashley winning only makes sense. Like if they, I guess the feud's not done. Yeah, they want to they want to keep pulling in those YouTube numbers. They want to keep there. pulling in those YouTube numbers. I don't know. I think for me, it's got to be Lashley. I think that's the part of this that doesn't work. Well, yeah, Rusev's over. People love Rusev. Oh, people so. love Rusev's over as hell. I just yeah. don't see Bobby Lashley like fitting at all. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, once this feud's over, where does he go from here? <laughs> Who the yeah, hell? Rusev. Rusev can recover from any of this because people love him. Into, in, into the, the next cuck storyline, of yeah, course. I don't know. Uh, let's get to it's main event time though, because we still do have we still have another TLC matchup to go, and of course this one is for the women's tag championship. Kabuki Warriors taking on Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, uh, main event Charlotte. I'm just gonna call it right here. Uh, main event Becky as well. I was this was the match that I wanted for the main event. This was I the match know. that you wanted for the main event. You booked this properly and uh, quite a brawl. Yes, this is kind of a match of two tails, if you will. This was. Um, I thought it started off well enough. The match was going good. We got some some stiff chair shots. Shots. Charlotte got like super kicked in the face with a chair. Uh, Becky hit a leg drop off the second rope through a table to the outside. Uh, at one point, the Kabuki Warriors got out some rope, and then they tied Becky to a ladder like a like an old cartoon villain on a train track. <laughs> Uh, so she was, the, but then things started to go off the rails a bit. As um, I don't know the exact spot that it happened, but Kylie, Kyrie Sane was clearly injured and probably concussed at one point, um, and it, it had a big effect going forward from that match. Uh, like she went through, a, she went for an insane elbow through the table, but didn't break. And then after that, you could see Becky just kind of like talking her, talking to her when she could throughout the match to kind of get her through it. But unfortunately, I don't think Charlotte got the message right away because. As Kyrie walks around the corner, Charlotte runs up and hits one of the worst spears ever. As Kyrie just kind of awkwardly crumples, because yeah, she was uh, she was yeah. too uh, she couldn't she couldn't even take the bump. She was fucked up. I think the spot then, happened on the apron somewhere. Uh, yeah. I think at one point Kyrie Shane got slammed to the apron and she, yeah, she head yeah, first. So either way, she was out of it, and then uh, she she's Charlotte picks her up or Charlotte slaps her in the face because I think she didn't know. She's like, "You're fucking up my spear." Uh, but then she picks her up, goes to do a powerbomb, and Kyrie can't even get herself up. But Charlotte just muscles her up, hits the powerbomb through the table. So that's got to suck. But um, then later on, Asuka and Kyrie tie the rope to the ladder in the ring. Becky and Charlotte get some chairs. Charlotte goes to hit Kyrie, and she just kind of like cowers and runs to Becky to be hit by her instead because she's like, you know what's up. You're gonna... <laughs> you know what's up. <laughs> so Becky did some weak-ass chair shots on her, and the crowd started booing this because I don't think they knew what was going on. And then, yeah, which is funny because like, it felt obvious watching it. Yeah, like because we've seen these like Becky and Sasha and Charlotte, they've they've done some weapon matches and they've gone all out. So mm-hmm. I knew something was wrong. Like man, she's, but uh, so eventually Kyrie's just kind of there was fan footage that shows Becky just kind of rolls Kyrie under the ring to like. Let yeah, her she oh, she, oh, she was she was gone for at least ten minutes. She was gone for at least like ten minutes at one point. Uh, yeah, let's so, let's get to the ending though. Yeah, Asuka and Becky, they're alone in the ring. They're fighting. Um, so the rope is tied around the part of the ladder. Becky tosses Asuka out of the ring, climbs the ladder, but then Asuka pulls on the rope to tip the ladder over. And then she gets back in, climbs up, grabs the title to win the match for her and Kyrie Sane. But um, yeah, just at the end, I just felt bad for Kyrie. I was, you know, it was, uh, it hurt the match, but obviously her safety is more important. But yeah, she's definitely, something happened to her. She was definitely injured. She was definitely injured in some way. I think this was this was the finish, though. 
I think yeah, uh, I think it was still the finish. Uh, you know, this is the finish. I think Oscar, Oscar, and Becky Lynch at the Rumble next year sounds yes. totally sounds totally appropriate. Yeah, uh, the the Becky herself says Oscar's the one she hasn't beat. She's never beat her so. Never beat her clean, except except this wasn't the end of the pay per view because, of course, after the match, uh, a massive brawl spills into the arena. Um, yeah, the king and the big dog, Roman, Roman and Baron. That's all you gotta know. That's all you gotta know. Uh, yeah. So you know, we know that's still going on. Give that Baron Corbin heat. Uh, yeah, we well, did get what, Roman hit like a spear off a balcony onto a big crowd of wrestlers or something. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, all in all, it was quick, which was nice. Uh, what was yeah. your? Did, did you have a match of the night here? Uh, yeah, probably Buddy and Black and yeah. the New Day ladder match. They were both really good. Those was, two, yeah. Unfortunately for me, the show kind of fell down. Yeah, the main event. I mean, that, that was the one I had high hopes for. And if it wasn't for that injury, who yeah. knows how the quick injury like spot the finish would have been the same. But who? I think it would have been smoother and maybe maybe a couple more spots they didn't get to, but. Yeah, I Too know. Bad, uh, melt, yeah, Uncle Dave, Uncle Dave, uh, saying what we're saying. That's pretty much all you got to know. Yeah, and there you have it. That was uh, that was TLC. Let's keep moving on because um, you know, of course, the week the week doesn't stop on Sunday. No, of course, the week starts on a Monday, and uh, usually on a Monday, we uh, well, usually at the beginning of the week, we kick off with our tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week because um, you're running running out of time here. You know, I mean, uh, there's only a couple more weeks left in the year. Of course, you know, the Tweet of the Week championship never stops. But, you know, you got to get it in before the end of the year. Exactly. You know, we're, we're crunching the numbers. Who, who's going to be the top Tweet of the Week? Who's going to champ? be the top Tweet of the Week champion? Who's the top wrestler of the week? Um, all these numbers are being crunched. Uh, last week, of course, our Tweet of the Week champion. Um, who was it? It was Randy Orton, just for saying some nice things about... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, a rare, very kind. <laughs> a rare uh, Randy Orton Mysterio tweet or? that's not about his wife's tits or vaping. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which doesn't happen too often. Um, this week's Tweet of the Week champion, however, is going actually to um, at WWE Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, Whoa. new Tweet of the Week champion, who comes up to say, uh, Dear Daniel Bryan, nobody likes a bully. I was so excited to see you. <laughs> Uh, which was which was fan, which was fantastic. I love this. Uh, yeah, this difference, this this fiend and Bray Wyatt difference. Now that we've seen Bray Wyatt and we're like, we know he's a real person. Yeah, I do like this. You know, having him on the screen at the second. I, you know, having the fiend on the screen when the when Bray Wyatt was in the middle of the ring, kind of having that idea that they are two different people. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, and Bray, he's one of the guys where uh, keeping kayfabe is actually good for him on Twitter, like stuff like this. Yeah, very important, right? Because, um, yeah, a lot of that, yeah, kayfabe is important, especially for a character with this sort of mythology or with this sort of, you know, allure around him. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it's it's one thing if it's, uh, you know, somebody whose their shtick is they're just a normal gay. Yeah. Or, or or a normal gal, you know, but uh, Bray Wyatt pretty much needs this allure. So Bray Wyatt, uh, two-time Tweet of the Week champ. Oh, there you go. This is the second time that he has won the prestigious award. Yowie wowie. Yowie wowie. But of course, like we said, you know, wrestling keeps moving on, keeps moving on. Because it was Sunday, we had some TLC, and you know that we're up for Monday Night Raw the very next night. Let's get Raw! Let's get Raw! 
the fallout, of course. The fallout of a pay-per-view without Seth Rollins on it. Yeah, that was fun. I'm, I, <laughs> I, I wanted to. I, I, you know, I, was, I, I, I didn't. But uh, I did think how many pay- – like when was the last pay-per-view that, yes, either Seth wasn't on or then I started thinking when was the last pay-per-view that Seth or Roman wasn't on? I think that yeah. might go back a few years. Yeah, um, that's probably got to be a while. So, yeah, of course, uh, you know, we got, we, got, we, got the, we got a couple cuck storylines that are still popping and uh, Becky Lynch needs a new challenger. So let's, uh, let's kick off Monday Night Raw with Seth Rollins actually. Seth Rollins and uh, AOP. You know, he comes out in his all black leather. Uh, good look. Good look for heel Seth, gotta say. Yeah, and he's a much better. His promos just feel much better when he's a heel. It's, yeah, just more natural. Everything. We don't like you right now, so let's lean into it. Who, can you think of anyone out there, or like, does anyone come to mind if you think of like a natural, I don't want to say like a natural face, but who's the guy who anytime they turn face, it never, or. Anytime they turn heel, it never works. But every time their face, it pop, uh, it pops. Can does anybody does anybody come to mind with that? Like, because when I think, you know, this version of Seth is being fantastic, and I think everyone would say that pre Seth, you know, blonde hair, blonde blonde hair Seth, yeah, uh, was also fantastic, right? Maybe his face runs are actually you know subpar. Yeah. Does anyone does anyone come uh, to mind? Just you as a uh, you know a, f- well, a fan of it all. Where, where you're, you're asking the opposite, people who can't be heel. Yeah. Because the crowd likes them. Well, mm-hmm. I thought like Daniel Bryan would do that, but he's just too good of a wrestler. That <laughs> Daniel if you're Bryan. that good of a wrestler, it doesn't matter. You can make people boo you. Yeah, like he, he, he can make it work no, yeah. no matter what. Even like The Miz, I have a tough time sometimes like face Miz <laughs> because he is just, he's so, so, so naturally like a smarmy yeah dude you know smarmy white guy that i just it's sometimes when they they try to make us like him a little bit too much i'm like oh let's reel it back let's reel it back he's yeah. still the miss i feel like people you know people like him not because he's yeah he's trying to be a face it's more just because of the longevity and the respect now rather than yeah his baby face character. rather than his baby face <laughs> character you know but uh but, but but back to seth he comes out um, you know, he's willing to do whatever whatever is necessary, right? Rather than what the pop, what rather than what is popular, you know, he's 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 a solid leader, and he said that, uh, you know, Kevin Owens paid that price. Kevin Owens paid that price of doing something that was necessary that wasn't the popular decision. Um, but you know, but he's gonna lead Raw into 2020, which I think is the most important part. Yeah, he's playing his whole on the locker room leader shit. And, he's like, yeah, he's, you know, just kind of, I'm so, I'm doing that. I'm sorry, but it's what I had to do, you know. And then yeah, we're sorry, gonna, not sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. And we're gonna need someone <laughs> to, especially with AOP standing there. Like we're going, there's gonna have to be some big motherfuckers to come down who, uh, who to tell Seth that no. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, I like, I like the pairing right now of AOP and Seth. It makes them, it, it, it boosts everyone. Yeah, exactly. Boost everyone, but uh, after that we do have a non-title match, which was yes. actually a repeat of the night before. Yes, and like the last two or three months with like the opposite ending. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we had the Viking Raiders taking on the OC, and yeah. after um, this, this was probably the best. I thought maybe out of all the out of the or it felt like the most the best uh, you know interaction of all these guys. But yeah, um, they actually had a finish. Uh, <laughs> they actually had a Ivar, <laughs> Yeah, Ivar went for a moonsault off the top rope. I don't think we've seen him do that before. Um, and then funny, the funny part was when... Um, so Gallows and Anderson hit the Magic Killer to pick up the win. 
And then Samoa Joe is on commentary going, New champs! New champs! Oh, wait a minute. I, <laughs> I missed that. I must have missed that. <laughs> wasn't a title match. Was, was not a title match. He was so excited. You know, he thought um, his fellow, uh, yeah, the the, uh, the AOP, he was happy. He thought they were one. Was not. Samoan? You mean the, you mean the, o I mean, yeah, I don't know. I fucked AOP. Up. No, no, they did. Um, remember those few promos that they did where they were backstage? They were speaking yeah. some, uh, something, uh, some kind of like Arab dialect. It felt like. I think, yeah, they were both speaking different languages from one another. Oh, they were okay, but okay. Somewhere um, that's what I was told. But yeah, you know, this is just some classic fifty-fifty booking right here. I wonder how many times, like y th this exact situation has happened, right? Where a no, co like a no contest the night before on a pay per view, followed by. A, an actual win, yeah, but, but not by a non-champ. You know, sort of like put these sort of things together in in a non. Um, you that know, just means we're yeah. gonna see them again. Exactly right. Seems Let's like. um, we'll see it again. So uh, then we had a quick backstage. Sarah Schreiber was interviewing Eric Rowan to try to find out what's in the cage. What's in the cage? And he just says, "Mind your business." And then he heads to the ring for his match against uh, the little. It's the it's jobber. the sheep mask. It's the sheep mask. <laughs> I hope not. I want, we need more than just a mask. But no, uh, no, that's know, exactly how underwhelming it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a rubber mask in a dog in a cat cage. Uh, yeah. So Rowan chases this jobber. He runs under the ring, pops out the other side. He goes for a peek under that cloth, but Rowan grabs him and kills him. So. Yeah, no, no dude, I would, continue. I would take, I would take one of those, uh, one of those claw choke slams, um, to see what's in that cage. I think <laughs> yeah, I could take too. one bump, if yeah. it meant me running around getting a peek on what's in that cage. What if someone takes a bump onto the cage? No, because then, then I think that would potentially damage whatever, like the cage itself. Well, what if they just fill it with like a bunch of fake? Like jelly Stuff. and shit. Make it look like guts come Jelly. <laughs> Make it look like guts and Hollywood jelly. A Hollywood jelly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. um, you know, there whoever has... makes the fiends out makeup can make uh, looks make like some blood and guts. Morbid looking. Um, yeah. What what can you do? What can you do where there's no been been no actual like development in the last like how when it since whenever this kind of came yeah, out. Yeah, they can only do it for so long before we start getting pissed you off. You can only do it for so long. Us. But um enough about enough about what's in the cage. I like cuck. Wait, before this, something very important happened. Could anything be more important than Yes. I uh, something I've been Nothing is months. more important than watching a cuck on I've been waiting months for this. Uh last week there was a short snippet. A short little snippet just saying Liv Morgan's makeover. Yes. And that was it. But then this week, we get a full vignette for Liv Morgan. She's just kind of reflecting on her career, looking at her reflection in the mirror, saying she must destroy herself so the real her can emerge. And this whole scene was just kind of nicely filmed in this fancy home with like a big bath and everything. And yes. I don't know. They're, so they're trying, they're trying to give her some character, which I like. She's committed. If she's committed to it, this could be great. I've missed her. So the way... You know, the way Bliss and Cross changed Nikki Cross's career, this could help Liv Morgan. Something is what they're giving her. We've been chatting for months, you know, will Liv Morgan be the the guest and the next guest of Fire Firefly Funhouse, right? P prepare yes. Bray Wyatt up with um female superstar, make a little stable. Oh no, something some something could work, or Liv Morgan do her own thing. Liv Morgan gives me uh, Alexis uh Alexa Bliss vibes where she could be good enough out of ring to be or like if she's like, you know, Alexa, Alexa Bliss, fantastic on the microphone. If Liv Morgan kind of do that also fantastic on the microphone, she's already good enough in ring. 
Yeah, just exactly. Get, you know, with with a, a with a solid character, uh, she could be a lot of fun. Yeah, this this thing seems like it might be leaning the direction of a heel character. So we'll see. Uh, Possibly. No more pink hair. It's back to blonde, and it looks like no blue tongue. So she's getting. Yeah, she's doing le less less of that, like acting like she's a fucking teenager or something. <laughs> or something. Yeah. I mean, I dig it, but I dig any. I'm, I'm ready. I'm on. I'm on for the ride. Live. Let's see where we're going. Let's see where we're going. Um, let's move on. All right. Yes, you're dying to get to this cuck angle. I'm dying to get to this <laughs> because uh, usually when I search, uh, usually if I'm cruising around the web late at night, you know, uh, Pornhub.com, um, usually my first, maybe that's what it is. I'm thinking that y they could type in some kind of porn-related search line for this angle, and that's what's getting the hits. Like, <laughs> like large black man takes People are searching that on YouTube. There's takes been... white woman. Like I don't know. I could just I could I can picture the tags happening and porn porn runs the internet these days um, because you know we're post TLC. Bobby Lashley's here. Rusev's here. Lana's here. And guess what? We're getting we're we're getting a little proposal. Oh, that's yes. right. You know, uh, Lana comes out. Uh, we can stop calling her the Ravishing Russian. Let's just get that out of our heads. Um, she's talking to us about her hot <laughs> boyfriend. Um, who she loves, of course, and uh, where she actually asks Bobby Lashley to marry her. No, she asks him, him to ask her. To ask her. There we go. She asks yeah. him. She gives him the ring. She gives then, him. Yeah. I'm, uh, this was probably one of my favorite of Bobby Lashley's acting, though. Like the way he looked at the ring, his eyes were bugging out of his head. He's got big he eyes, too. <laughs> yeah. It was good selling. And then the way he hesitates, he's like, hey, I don't like when anybody tells me what to do. Except for you. And then he gets on his knee and proposes to Lana. She says, yes, yes, yes. So this must be, of course, leading to a live wedding angle. We haven't had in a few years. We haven't had a live wedding. This will be great. Um, I don't think there's been a live wedding since I've, uh, since I've, you know, especially since we've done, been doing the show, right? So I'm real, yeah, I'm real excited to see like how that. Six or seven years or something. Since uh, had one. I'm really excited to see how that's going to play out. Sometimes it feels like Lana is just like Lana's attempt, or Lana's like promos are just an attempt to get heat by her being as unbearable as annoying possible. yeah like it sort of seems like every every single promo it seems like she's but like getting through lines like or you know yeah. like there's like a moment there where it's just you're getting booed because you're so so yeah. not pleasant like, Shut up, bitch. <laughs> exactly it's, it's like this which i don't know i mean it's a way to get heat but i feel like it's not you know it's not a great way to get heat yeah it can't be your only way Mm hmm. No, I feel like I, you know, and that's the thing. Yeah, we just got to we got to work on that right now. Yeah. But um, this segment was actually not bad. Like, the, it was pretty quick. I liked Lashley's acting. It was pretty quick. Uh, it was pretty quick. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on to one of the big uh, to, to some big stuff. Actually, today. we had a number one contenders gauntlet match. Uh, was that not next? Uh, I'm trying to think. Our truth. Didn't he come out? There was. Oh, yeah, that was the start of the gauntlet match. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he comes out. He does this whole rap. He starts talking about his hero, John Cena. Um, Classic yeah, stuff. Yeah, so the winner of this gauntlet match gets a U.S. title shot. Starts off with R-Truth versus Akira Tozawa. Truth uh, misses his scissor kicked, and then Tozawa pins him, eliminates him, and then the gaggle comes out, chases him away. That was the end of that. 
Um, yeah, that was the end of that, sure. So we still have Tozawa in there, but, uh, next up coming was, um, pew, someone, pew, 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 the, super, the superhero himself. Yeah, uh, Ricochet silly. comes out, uh, a little back and forth action before, um, I don't know, there's some sort of, like, springboard clothesline that looked pretty good, and a couple yeah. of shootings, a shooting star press that looked pretty good. Almost yeah, got for the, the, win. the the quick little bit of time they had, they they, they had a good little match. Uh, but Ricochet Ricochet ends up getting the recoil for the win. Tazawa was eliminated. But up next, though, Matthew uh, Hardy. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. He comes out. He comes out. Matt Hardy. It's been fun seeing him on television in the last three or four weeks, uh, hoping to delete Ricochet. Yes. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, even, I didn't even write that down. I just thought of that. I just wow. th that joke just wow. that just came to my head. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so they. <laughs> um. He almost gets the win like right off the bat too. Yeah. They. You know. They. They slug it back and forth for a bit. Matt goes for his twist of fate, but Ricochet counters, rolls him up, gets the three count. Uh, and then we get uh, Ricochet with uh, Humberto Carrillo as the next man out. Carrillo offers a handshake to start the match, but Ricochet accepts it. And then he pulls him in and goes for the cradle. A slightly heelish tactic from the otherwise pure babyface. <laughs> but uh, no, these guys had a good match. They actually got a good amount of time. Zelina Vega just kind of came out and watched from the ramp. Uh, maybe scouting. Um, Eventually, there was this big exchange. Carrillo hits a Canadian destroyer and follows up with a moonsault to pin Ricochet. So, good match from those two. Um, and then what happens after that? And then, uh, so, yeah, I think Ricochet is eliminated. But then Andrade comes out and attacks, uh, doesn't Umberto. he come? Umberto Carrillo from behind? Yeah. Just kind of, so you know. This, yeah, so I don't think they even officially got to have. There was a no contest. This was officially a no contest. So yeah, Andrade attacks Umberto, and then Rey Mysterio comes out to make the save, uh, where yeah. Andrade kind of runs away. Uh, this was a lot of fun. But not in time. He did hit them on the uh, the concrete floor with the hammerlock DDT. It's so like everything it except for the lack of finish. Yeah, like the yeah, yeah was so just like the shittiest uh, part, right? Um, uh, but we do so yeah officially this match we ended in a no contest here and we went to commercial after the break We do come back and then uh, uh, uh Humberto Carrillo is actually getting stretchered out of the arena yeah. um, And Rey Mysterio is kind of standing there only to have Seth Rollins and AOP uh, With let with pipe in hand The very pipe that Ray lent him pipe on a pole match extreme rules <laughs> January book it Book it. Well, I think we have. Do we not have extreme rules before that, or is that after that? I'm telling you, <laughs> no, pipe on a pole. Not. Just wait. Just yeah. wait. I might have been wrong pipe with. I might have been wrong with the dog crap, but I'm right about pipe on a pole. <laughs> we can do it. Yeah, we can do it. They can um, do it. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, they they get they beat on they beat down on Ray. He's got the steel pipe, and he's like, I just want to give it back, and they leave him beaten in the ring. No one helps Ray. Poor Ray. Um, and then, so we have this little beatdown angle, and then Rollins issues a formal challenge to Rey Mysterio for a match next week, which I guess is our... Is that the U.S. title match? I don't know. Did I, I, I guess I guess so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, you know, because Rey Mysterio is the champion of that belt. Um, and I guess that's the holiday episode of Raw, I guess. I think that's actually so, happening on the 23rd, maybe the 24th yeah. or something. Yeah. Apparently, they already taped it. I didn't oh, read any spoilers yet. Right, so, right, 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 right. So these poor people had to sit through six hours of. Raw. Oh my god, dude! They got <laughs> they got two Bobby Lashley angles. <laughs> well, oh we my god, that, wow, probably a Christmas, a they, Christmas uh, cucking, ladies a, and gentlemen, a Christmas cuck wedding, uh, which is perfect. <laughs> um, we do have some singles, women's uh, action coming up though next. 
yes, Asuka taking on the debut of Diana Perazzo. And she didn't even get the job or entrance. She got to have a narrative. She got her she had her own entrance, which was yeah. um a lot of fun, of course. Uh Perazzo, I guess that's her name. Never heard of this woman. But uh she does not win. <laughs> no. But no. Uh, yeah, she Asuka just kind of punishes her, locks in the Asuka lock, but and I, we said her name. We get, we know her name. She's not just local jobber. I prefer this to the jobber thing. Uh, yeah. Jo- I think the jo- I think like you know in the Eric Rowan sense, I just don't get that kind of crap. But I think it is fun to have somebody you know have somebody else come in. You know you can you can take a loss in a fun ten minute thing. Yeah. You know. And especially yeah, like you know when you're. People don't know who you are. Losing to an established name like Oscar's not going to hurt you, anyways. And now we know your name, Perazzo. And and especially like you know, uh, the winning decisively over somebody from NXT, I think, is not as important anymore. I think there was probably a time where, you know, if let's say a world champion went 15 minutes with somebody from NXT, that would devalue the person on the main roster with the world championship because they went so long, let's say, with somebody on the lesser show. But NXT mm-hmm. isn't the lesser show anymore. Like Adam Cole should be able to go, you know, a a long time, a competitive match with someone on the main roster and not be treated differently just because he's on NXT. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad that that we're moving up to that, though. We are. It does seem like we're slowly getting there. Oh, yeah. They won the war. They won Survivor Series. Especially after Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, uh, next up, next up, backstage, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to follow up on that Oscar thing, she interviews Becky Lynch, and like we said before, she admits she has yet to beat Oscar. So she acknowledges her as the next challenger for the title. So that'll be your Rumble program, which is fantastic. There's no other real women's tag uh, contenders right now. I don't really think. Um, yeah, and Kyrie, she could use if she needs a month off or whatever, get her head back. Ky- Kyrie could use a month off, and suddenly it's Oscar two belts. No. No. <laughs> easy there. Easy <laughs> no. there. Easy there. Easy there. Easy there. No, the a- Becky's holding this till mania. The ATB. ATB. Okay. 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 Yeah. okay. Whether it's going to be against Shayna Baszler or Ronda Rousey, that's yet to be seen. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot to be here. seen. We'll have the shoot meter fire around mania time for sure, or rumble time at least. Yeah. Oh, um. It's hot. uh. It is. T- it is time for the main event though. We do have AJ Styles taking on the Rand Man. Yeah, yeah, they had a they got a good amount of time here for this main event. Decent little match. Um, yeah, eventually, you know, AJ he thinks he's got Orton scouted. He goes for the phenomenal forearm, but fakes it, pump fakes it, because Orton goes for the Orton RKO. goes for it. That was I liked that. I liked that one. Yeah, but then AJ goes for it again, and then Orton's like, okay, and then he just hits the <laughs> RKO anyways, and Randy wins. But it was a good match, good finish. It seems uh, it seems like you may have. I thought first off, like AJ slipped a little bit. Maybe slipped <laughs> off the rope. Um, you you got to figure how many phenomenal forearms does he do before he, you know, one of them he just slips a little bit. And yeah, the guy probably well, he, does what a thousand a year. <laughs> <laughs> he's good enough though that he can. He's good enough. That yeah, that that if one was slips, a lot of fun. It could be and, on purpose. You wouldn't even know it. But. And and so is Randy Orton. I mean, like I think oh, yeah. like when it comes to a match like this, and I know we saw this last year at Mania, but these are like these are two like forty year old dudes. Uh, doing it who know you know they they know what to do so and you know and they know how to have a match together and it was it was excellent I don't mind if this keeps going yeah so Randy wins then after the match OC come out and beat him down so the Viking Raiders come out to help uh, Orton and uh, yeah they all the baby faces stand tall down the show which is also fine you know why not yeah why not 
Why not? And there you have it. That was Monday Night Raw and TLC. Yes. Bangarang. Gooey. We keep moving. We keep moving. Uh, Mike, did we want to take a quick, uh, quick break before we keep going on with the show? Yes. Let's take a quick break. Let's do that. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back. Trivia. We got the Wednesday Night Wars. Stick around. back we're back <laughs> second half of the show every time you do that i'm doing the wayne's world. you're doing the wayne's world thing good i was i was picturing that <laughs> i was picturing that in my head too um yes. mike we're back uh we're back uh what else what else is cool about being back i mean um you know we have we have we have, we have the wednesday night war of course uh that's coming up um we have uh by the way by the way folks i think mike mike i think this is actually episode currently we're recording episode 48 um oh. which which so. which i don't want to get ahead of myself but mike i think we could actually depend we if we record an episode post christmas maybe i don't yes. know we figure something in to do there is a chance that the shooties <laughs> will be episode 50 I, I think we have to record uh i yes, think i think one. it could work it could work maybe like on the 28th or the something like that record a, a shoot shooties prequel we got, we got it yeah we have to even if it's just the one week cover just raw smackdown that's, <laughs> that's all, all we is. do that's all we do yeah that, that's a great that's, idea uh, yeah. the shooties For are the coming sake up. of the yeah it's got to be 50 that's a round that's perfect the shooties, perfect. The shooties are coming up in the new year um and the first i think the first couple days of the new year and that's when it's gonna happen it's gonna be great it's gonna be great but uh before we get to that you know we're, that means we're on episode 48 right now which means that this is the 48th round of trivia trivia I'm pretty oh. sure. Did we do trivia? Well, uh, we've, we've missed a couple. Maybe here. a couple. Not, I might have been getting ahead of many. myself on that one. But, um, of course, trivia. We go back and forth. Mike, I have seven quick answers, oh. quick questions for you. They're like one-name okay. answers. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I have four for you, but they're kind of, I mean, I wasn't that creative this week, so it might be... Um, We'll see. Okay, well, let's do like a, let's do some <laughs> kind of sandwich, right? I'll go, you go, I'll go, you go. Yeah. Um, and and we'll 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 see what works. We'll see what works. Mine's sort of thematic to some to uh, the at least the idea was thematic to something that we'll see later on on Wednesday night. But Mike, today, um, today your trivia is all about first WWE championship wins. Okay. We're talking about the belt that Brock Lesnar has and that lineage of of belt. Okay. The WWE Championship. The WWE Championship, formerly known yeah. as all the all the other things. The one before. that goes back all the way. The one that goes back all the way. So, Mike, I have a bunch of, I have, yeah, like seven and the questions for you. And they're going to okay. be, who who am I asking the question about about their first championship win? Their first okay. WWE Championship win. Um, I think you should be able to get all of these. Okay. Okay? Okay, so... Okay. In um, so we're going to start off in 1983, who won their first WWF championship when the WWF officially cut all ties with the National Wrestling Alliance? Hello. Hello. I'm still here. What's that? Did that wait one when the WWF cut all ties with? Was that did it cut off there? Oh yeah, I know. No, it was fine. Sorry, sorry. Let me let me re-ask the question. Yeah. Who, who won their first WWF championship 
after the WWF cut all ties with the NWA. Okay. It, uh, I'll say Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, close. We were looking for the Iron Sheik. Oh. He was actually uh, he was actually the first champion um, post that little thing, and then Hulk won it from him like a month later. Yeah, you were close. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, you want me to give you one of mine? Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. All right. So this week uh, may not seem that exciting, folks, but we are going to have a spelling bee. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's see how well you know this roster. I love grammar. Right? What? Okay, let's keep going. No, yes, because these are going to be names, okay? Okay. Names, you see them, they pop up on the screen every week, so let's see how well you know, okay? <laughs> okay. We're starting, though. We're starting backstage with one, the only. Oh, no. Charlie Caruso. Charlie Caruso. Okay, I think it's uh, C-H-A-R-L-Y-C-A-R-U-S-O. You got it. Yes. The why did not the why. throw you off. The why did not throw me off. No, I think I knew that because, like, when I think Charlie <laughs> a man, I think I. I know what I mean. Yeah. No, no, you got. It. I tried to swerve you, but I didn't work. But I started simple, so. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Uh, Mike. Okay, here you go. Let's keep. <laughs> let's keep on rolling. Let's keep on rolling. Um, okay. Uh, next question for you. Who won their first WWF championship at King of the Ring 1998, only to lose it one night later on Monday Night Raw? Kane. Kane. Yes. Bah, 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 bah. Which I love the win. I wish he did not lose it the next night. He deserved better. Yeah, I was, you know, just looking through some of these things. I thought it was uh yeah, I don't know. I learned I learned a little bit from this trivia also. Yeah, no. Back in nineteen ninety eight, Kane, he was my top guy. He, he was he was the dude. He was he was the monster. He was unbeatable. He was the man. But he got beat the next night, which was <laughs> <laughs> got beat the very next night. All right. Uh, you want to give me another one? Yeah, sure. I'll give you another one here. Um, in 2006, who won their first WWE championship while actually wrestling for ECW? Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Smoke'em Up Dam. <laughs> yeah, get pulled over, <laughs> lose your title a month later, Dam. Did you see, okay, him, uh, I, we, I just got to sidestep for a second, him on <laughs> like this past week's Impact... Like the, uh, I I, I swear the guy just has. I've seen like his character. Isn't he like a big asshole heel? Pretty right much, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's with some like just smoking hot wife, right? That's like his character. <laughs> but I swear they just have bongs back there in Gorilla. He always just comes out looking like he just <laughs> hit, like just hit a bowl. You know that little yeah. like he's still a little lightheaded, and he's, he's maybe like squinty eyes glazed. Yeah, he's squinty guys. Maybe talking a little bit too much, you know, because his mind's kind of racing man. a mile a minute. <laughs> Uh, it's worth it. Good. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, I love it. All right. Are you ready for the spelling bee? Ready. How well do you know this man? Alistair Black. Oh, there's an I, there's an E and an I in here. Fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I always fuck this one up. I, every okay, week, I before so. E except after C. Uh, <laughs> that's how it goes, right? Except it's pronounced A as a neighbor and way. Alistair Okay, so I'm going to say it's, oh, is it 1L or 2L? Uh, A, E, I. I think it's E, I. <laughs> okay, yeah, so it's A, A, L, L, E, I, S, T, E, R, B, L, A, C, K. 
You were so close. Oh, you got the hardest part, but you added an extra L. I added an L. Yeah. Shit. You know what? Oh, yeah. my God. I saw the I, EI, though. I always screw up and put IE, but it's EI. I before E except after C. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big There's one. There's no C here. This is AL. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big Anyways, one. That, uh, that was, yeah, that one. That one's a twister. That one always fucks. Even though I know it, it's it's like, I don't know. It flip flops. Anyways. Okay, let's keep going. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you another two. Yes. Um, next question for you, Mike. Who won their first WWF championship by winning the Deadly Game Tournament? The Rock. The Rock. Oh, yes. Got it. Yeah. I guess uh, one of one of the old the old classic win win a tournament to win the belt thing. Yes. Cool. The tournament was done in one night. They had like twelve matches or something. Mm-hmm. And it was at a Survivor Series, I think, or something. Like yeah. That. Mankind in the finals and he got screwed out of the title when the rock turned heel. <laughs> I'm gonna give you screen. uh I'm gonna give you another one here. I'm gonna give you another one here. Yes. Uh and then I've got two more after that. Uh who won their first WWF championship while Mike Tyson was a special outside enforcer? Stone Cold. Steve Stone Austin. Cold. Steve Austin. Yes. You got that it. was my first uh, first WrestleMania. I got to see live as it as it was being as it shown. was being viewed yeah. viewed paper. I think it took place on my brother's birthday, so for his birthday present, we got to order. Oh, that's that was back that was back in the day. You actually like had to like you had to order it. I don't know. Yeah, I think we had to like go like rent a box just to fucking get the thing just put to, on the TV. <laughs> you had to rent a pay per view <laughs> box yeah. from Bell. Anyways, it was fun, fun times. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah. The next day, I was just doing the suck it gesture all over the place. That's sick. That's sick. Suck it. Do it all over the uh, place. Anyways. I would do that at school, one. too. I used to do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next one for you. Mm-hmm. You've been seeing this guy a lot lately. His name's been in the law, so let's see. Humberto I knew Carrillo. you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I think this is a double L thing also. Humberto Carrillo. And I think, okay, so I'm going to say... H U H U H U M B. We got three H U's in sorry, a row. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, okay, uh, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Humberto Carrillo. Go ahead. Okay. H U M B E R T O C A R I L L O. So Fuck! What this did I one's miss? hard. So in a Carrillo is C A R R I L L O. Fuck! I missed an R. I missed an R. Yeah, that one. That one's got to be tough. That one is tough. I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna say that too. <laughs> um, All right. Do you have any more? I have one more. Cool. So you give me. I'll one. give you one, and then we'll go back forth, back forth. Yes. Here we go. Um, who won their first WWE championship, only to have Sheamus cash in on them? Roman Reigns. The big dog. Wolf. All right, my last spelling B for you. Okay. This one, yeah, it's kind of like the last one. We'll see which way it goes. You may have seen it coming because we've got Dominic. Dijakovic. Oh my God! Oh my. <laughs> the Lord. final boss. The final. Oh, the spelling oh, the final boss. <laughs> okay, Dominic. I think it's Dominic with a K at the end, and then Jayakovic. Ah, fuck! It's like DJ. Oh my God! I'm never gonna get the last name. Uh, I'm. Just take it slow. Take it slow. Um, I'm never gonna get the last name. That's what gets me. Uh, but it's definitely Dominic with a K. So D O 
M I N I K. Dominic. Uh, Jaya, Dominic Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Fuck, is it DJ or is it like D I J? I'm going to say it's D I J. D I J A K O V I K. Oh, so close. So close. What did I miss? C at the end. A C at the end. Oh, no. For Dijakovic. Oh, I should have known that. You were so there. It's like. So there. I thought you had. It's like Jokic. I should have known that. I should have known that. But that was. No. That was close. That was close. That was close. You made it further than most men would on that. That was fun. This was a fun one. Oh. I wasn't sure if it would be lame or if it would be. Oh, this is fantastic. Wrestler spelling bee. Is uh, is absolutely fantastic. Picked, yeah, I couldn't pick Randy Orton. I had to pick. <laughs> or, yeah, I couldn't pick AJ. Yeah, John Cena, AJ Styles, <laughs> Kane. Um, okay, Mike, I got one final uh, one final question for you. All about first first championship wins. Question for you: Who won their first WWE championship on a Raw in 2011, only to lose it later that night to Big Match John? Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. I didn't know that. Yeah, I also just kind of, I guess, like, something Triple it's, H it, was just like, nah, you're good, bro. And then John no, Cena won was, <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. It was another thing where he should have had it for more than a couple hours. And it was kind of like, it made John Cena seem kind of like a dick because Ray went through this tournament and he won the belt. And then Cena shows up and is like, hey, can I have a shot? Can I have a shot? And Triple H is like, yeah. meh. That's what, I kinda, yeah. that's what I kind of gathered, too, which is kind of weird. Like, yeah. So it was weird, but... Um, and that was your trivia. That there was a go. lot of fun. That was a lot All of fun right. this week. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yes, I am. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're we we were stuck in the w we were stuck in the WWE sphere the past uh, so far this show. But I think that we should hop out of the WWE sphere and move over to All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. AEW All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Yeah, the, the final, the finale of the year of 2019. The final of the year, of course. We're back on January 1st, which I just think is a Wednesday. What better way to spend yeah, your New Year's Day with it. going to a wrestling show? It's going to be a lot of fun for that. In Jacksonville, Florida. And we're the home, home the base, home of AEW, right? And this show yeah. kicks off hot. Like all these shows are kicking off, we have the Lucha Bros taking on Kenny Page. Uh, wow, Kenny Page. <laughs> Hangman. That could be their tag team name. Kenny Page and Hangman Omega. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, which was yeah. just another f- amazing match. Yeah, crowd super hot. Good tag match. Uh, fun. Yeah, to open things with. Every guy gets their moment to shine. Um, at one point, Omega grabs Pentagon. Page goes for the buckshot lariat, but Penta ducks out of the way. So Page hits his partner Kenny, and that slip up allows Lucha Bros to hit the package pile driver foot stop combo on Kenny to get the win. And then, uh, yeah, after the match, there's some. Descent, Page and Omega start arguing and shoving each other, and then Pac shows up on the screen and calls Kenny out, and then he shows the cameraman that he's going to go ambush Michael Nakazawa or something. So Kenny runs backstage to save him, but then the Lucha Bros attack him. So Page ends up helping Kenny in the end. Yeah, this was uh, another fantastic match. I think Pentagon and Phoenix needed a big win, you know, to kind of keep them relevant in that tag sphere. Because it is funny that yeah, it is funny that tag contenders are going up against non-title contenders, uh, but still, you know, putting on a good match. And Ray Phoenix, I mean, fuck, he's 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 severe wrestler of the year uh, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, comp- he's in- competition. 
Um, yeah. You know, the vote. The votes have not been tallied as of right now. Of course, we still do and have a couple weeks. The deadline's not over. The deadline you is not until. over. I guess I still technically, there is a couple more weeks of wrestling yes. um, before that decision is made. And I think we need to, I actually need to review some Tokyo Dome footage from last year to really <laughs> kind of solidify everything that's going on. Um, but yes. yeah, Rafe, I have some placeholders in, but yeah, I'm uh, until the vote, until it's done, it's not done. So Until it's done, shot. it's not done. That's a good point. That's a good point. But it was a big win. Big win by Lucha Bros. Uh, we have more tag action coming up next, actually. Yeah, we get the Butcher and the Blade taking on Cody and Darby Allen, who extended his hand to Cody last week. So mm -hmm. some mutual respect there. And, uh, yeah, decent match. At one point, uh, Cody hits the crossroads, but then the bunny distracts the ref from making the count. So, uh, yeah, Darby Allen, he hits his coffin drop off the top rope onto the Butcher on the side of the apron, but then back in the ring... Cody hits a springboard cutter off the top rope on Blade to get the win for him and Darby. So I was kind of surprised the Butcher and Blade losing so soon. Kind of surprising. You know, high-profile angle, big match uh, for people with a big debut. Sorry, debut. With a lot of experience on the indies, right? Sort of like the guys that AEW goes after, typically. Um, yeah. People who are so and, strong uh, outside the ring. Yeah, good match. Darby and, Darby and Cody, they work well together. Mm -hmm. It was fun. So we'll see. See where they go from there, because... Yeah, Cody can't challenge for the world title, so maybe he's gonna hang around the tag division for a bit. He he could, yeah. Hopefully, um, you know, hopefully the butcher, hopefully butcher and blade can, uh, you know, make up, excuse me, make up this loss in the new year because they, um, yeah. there's a lot of um, incredible tag action. Kind of, yeah. It was weird that I thought they'd bring him in and give him a couple wins in a row or something, but whatever. See what they do. Whatever. See what they do. Not my company. Uh, we do have yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> we do have some women's action though coming up. Uh, where Awesome Kong is, we haven't seen Awesome Kong in a while. I feel no, at least well, in a at least in at least. a match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she's only had like the one match that while. Ago. So she comes down to the road uh, to well, or down to the ring with Brandy Rhodes and uh, and the woman from a couple weeks back who got her head shaved. Yeah, uh, yeah I forget her, her name. name is Melanie Cruz. Oh yeah, yeah. So she's part uh, of I gotta the, say, the... yeah, the shoot meter of that's a real that's a real wrestler, and uh, <laughs> and she's a hired by the company. I, I got I gotta shoot off on that one because yeah, it actually so did she's... happen. The match was super short lived though. Uh, yeah, Kong kills uh, this girl Miranda something. I forget her name. <laughs> something hits, uh, hits hits the angel's wings, gets the win, and then the Nightmare Collective they cut off some of that hair as they like to do. Great, yeah. Really, really not sure what's going on with this with this woman's thing. It's interesting, but with you know, with the Dark Order, uh, it, it seems like yeah. a little bit much. And even the Butcher and Blade is kind of a bit similar. Yeah, they've got like that weird, like, we're dark. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of recruitment, lights out, spot angles going on. <laughs> but a lot of hot angles. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. See who takes the lead in it. Speaking of hot angles, um, we've got a title. We've got a world title match that's not even... That's not, not even, even a title match, and it's and it's not even the main event. <laughs> 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 a ten minute time limit non title match. We got Jungle Boy, we got Chris Jericho, the champion, uh, coming on, and uh, very much like we said, Jungle Boy survives that ten minutes. Yeah, this was a good match. Uh, yeah, Jungle Boy early on he gets some moves in, but then Jericho hits some code breakers, but he doesn't pin Jungle Boy. He wants to punish him, and then uh, yeah, outside the ring like Hager. And Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, they all get fighting, so Aubrey Edwards throws them all out. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Jungle Boy gets some big near falls. He hits the Lion Salt. Bunch of shit. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the, the, we get to the two-minute warning, so Jericho starts punishing him. 
gets him in the walls of Jericho, and we get a big back and forth. Time's running out. Jungle Boy's crawling to the ropes. We're at like the final 10 seconds. Jericho's locking it in deep, but he doesn't tap out. We have a draw, so it, that's basically as good as a win for Jungle Boy in this case. Um, certainly, yeah, certainly. Jericho, yeah, Jericho starts freaking out. He goes to the timekeeper. He's like, give me five more minutes. <laughs> so it's they start wrestling again, but it's, we don't know if it's official or not. They kind of... Jungle Boy gets a couple more near falls, and then Jericho just gets mad, grabs his belt, and leaves. So Tony Schiavone gets on the mic, and he's like, why are you so upset? And he's like, Jungle Boy didn't beat me. And Tony's like, well, you know, you said he couldn't last 10 minutes. So Jericho just says, Jungle Boy will get his. But now Moxley, back to Moxley, the question he asked you last week about joining the inner circle. Take the Christmas break to think about it, and on January 1st, we'll have a surprise for you. All you gotta do is say yes. Oh, and it's gonna be a and it's gonna be a fun surprise. Uh, yeah. Knowing <laughs> knowing the way that Jericho likes to book those segments, like when it was his Thanksgiving thing or the be, the Festival of Friendship. What was it called? The one yeah. they did with Kevin Owens. Yeah, I think that's what. It was, uh, yeah, he what, whatever. I'm I'm so excited for this January first show. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, no, I like that they they've already booked a couple things for it to look forward to. So we'll see. See what the Mox man. He hasn't outright refused yet, even though we we, we kind of think he will. But who knows? You never know. And a good match, good match for Jungle Boy. He uh, he finally got. He was like 0 and 11, so he finally got another dash. It's not a win, but he got a 0 11 and one. So <laughs> Thank God. Um, the new year will reset all that, so he'll be fine. That's a good point. You know, he's got to point. You know, I mean, in terms of like momentum, you got to say Jungle Boy is sitting hot on the momentum train right now because he did survive. He did last uh, against the world the world champion. Yeah, ten minutes, and he got to hit some good moves in there. He had a Good show. Why the heck not? Uh, we do have a number what number one contenders match. Some more women's action coming up. We have a number one contenders match between Britt Baker and Chris Statlander, the the alien woman. <laughs> yeah. So she. Uh, so the winner will face Riho for that title on January first. And yeah, this is pretty even match. Baker goes for that lockjaw submission, but Statlander is able to just kind of stand up, power her, get her, muscle her onto their shoulders, and transition to that. Package tombstone pile driver, which she calls the Big Bang Theory. Great looking move, mm-hmm. and she she gets the win. Continues her momentum. This is like three wins in a row now. Crazy. So she yeah, I, I like the way I like the way they've been booking her. She's pretty good. So uh, Statlander versus Riho, but then after the match, Brandy comes out, and she wants to know is she with the Nightmare Collective or not? And Statlander just kind of says no. So Awesome Kong and Melanie Cruz come out to trap her. And Brandy clocks her with a high heel. Woo! You know what? Um, Chris Stat- I, I guess the Statlander, you know, she's been getting hot the past couple of weeks. She's good at what she's doing so yeah, far. Yeah, I like her. Um, she stood out. And it feels like no matter what is just delaying the inevitable of Britt Baker being the top woman in the company. Like, I feel like it's like we don't need that to happen just yet. Yeah. It will in It meantime, will 100% happen. You will be the top female babyface. Just give it some time. Yeah. Maybe uh, they transition. Maybe Brandy, this whole Nightmare Collective thing, leads to her taking out Riho. And then we have a heel champion for a bit. Yeah. We're in, we're so I feel like we haven't even seen Riho in a couple weeks. Yeah. And I think, you know, well, certainly the ability to, you know, be on the mic is probably also, you know, a small issue there, right? Uh, you, can't, yeah, you can't give a not promo. That, uh, You're not going to see you as much. And maybe she has her own commitments going on in Japan, right? And that, like, she doesn't really necessarily have the AEW schedule within her. I mean, it's you, you got to think, going to uh, Japan to America... Would have to be a lot of work, right? Yeah, um, yeah. We'll see where this goes. 
We'll see where it goes. Um, we do have it is main event time though. Uh, we we knew we were getting this. We're getting the Bucks. We're getting SCU. We are getting an AEW Tag Team Championship match. Uh, yes, this did not disappoint. It did not disappoint. I'd say. Yeah. At one point, Jr. even says he's like, in this company, the tag titles mean something, which is very true <laughs> compared to Raw and SmackDown. Uh, yeah, there was a great spot where Nick Jackson and Scorpio Sky they both are like balancing on the ropes they jump up to the top rope and nick hits a jumping hurricane rana just some crazy shit um yeah bucks look like they're ready to hit the melter driver but scu escape and they hit the scu later to pick up the win and retain their titles but then after the match that's when the creepers all come out and surround the ring and then the lights go out and the dark order appear uh evil uno starts cutting a promo saying that the the bucks they suffered a tough loss but tonight is an initiation, and then the Creepers just swarm the ring, and SCU and the Bucks fight them off together. And Alex Reynolds and Sean Silver are there, who have just kind of been jobbers on Dynamite, and they've apparently been recruited to be a part of the Dark Order. They help the beat down, and then I think they get handed some masks, and they put them on, so that's they've passed their initiation, I guess. Congratulations, guys. Yeah. I guess it's better than what they were doing. Um, and so, yeah, they closed the uh, the show with a Dark Order angle. They're, they're, the push continues for uh, Uno and Stu. Yeah, um, which has been a lot, of, you know, and we've we've loved these promos the past couple weeks. Yeah, it's a lot better than when we didn't know what the hell was going on with anything. <laughs> yeah, which is funny. Like they just start to build. If they start to build this mob of creepers by recruiting people, then yeah. And it's kind of funny. You can tell. You can tell that you know the AEW execs are are high on the Dark Order, uh, giving them that first round buy in the tournament, and then they didn't get over at like you know maybe like they intended. Let's try this again using a different angle. This whole you know. Uh, What's it like? It's like a this whole cult angle, this whole religion thing they're doing. Uh, this was the way to get them over. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot better than you know what they're. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There, do they target the tag, the tag titles next? The Dark Order. Is there something bigger like Dark Order versus the Elite? You know, I think there's a lot of places yeah. they can go with this. Yeah, and, and the Nightmare Collective. What are they? And what the hell is that? Yeah, <laughs> when's Cody the top face baby face in the world? Like he he, he did mention wife. he did mention one of those promos where he's like you know he's like I can't sleep I can't this my wife's cutting off women's hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just picture Cody as being this like you know just like tired and downtrodden husband. <laughs> yeah, and his wife's just gone crazy. <laughs> and his best friends the, kicking the shit out of him, and like his he's, wife like reads witchcraft books at home and shit. And does weird like he has no clue what's going on in his life <laughs> like, i'm trying to, I'm trying got, to run a, a company <laughs> yeah he's got to do booking and managing all this shit oh my god poor cody Rest. yeah <laughs> maybe that's he's why we man. love him so much you know not his best friend betrayed him <laughs> he, uh, yeah best friend betrayed him <laughs> uh two two best friends you know if you if you count sean spears yeah. a former best friend he really is like his father he's the common man but skinny and yeah, you know what? Well, Maybe well. that's why. Yeah, that's why <laughs> Cody's so over. Not because of his in-ring ability or the matches or the story he's telling. Just so we can all relate <laughs> with having too much on your plate. Yeah, We're all like, oh yeah. my god, I know those days where you gotta you gotta work six days a week. You're out of groceries. Uh, yeah. Your work pants just ripped. Uh, <laughs> we all we all know what that's like. Yeah. So. Uh... 
Yeah, that's that's your dynamite for the year. That's your finale. That was dynamite for the year. Uh, it was it was a great ending to two two plus ish or three maybe months of show. I uh, can't wait. Yeah, can't wait for what twenty twenty has to bring for AW. Yeah, no, I'm already looking forward to that it's New Year's Day show. Mm-hmm. They booked a couple of things, so that'll be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's move across. Let's jump to another network because, of course, this is the Wednesday Night War uh, where we have NXT. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and AEW. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. I got, <laughs> yeah, got yeah. confused my mind for a second. Too many too many of these, uh, you know, abbreviations. That's what's getting me. Uh, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's talk NXT. NXT. What does it mean? But-o. I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. So NXT. Um, we've already we've been told we're getting two huge matches. We are getting Finn Balor, Adam Cole. We're getting Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley. Uh, some something something's gonna happen here. Something's gonna happen here, and we actually open up um with the uh with the former of those two. So we have Adam Cole and Finn Balor. Uh going for that NXT championship. Yeah, they kick things off with a bang. Uh, crowd chanting for both of these men, even though it's like heel versus heel. But uh, no, awesome match. And I think as it went on, Finn, Finn seemed to kind of lean into more of the babyface role as the crowd kind of rallied behind him and his all his kicks. You love his drop kicks and his coup de gras. I know you love those. I don't, I, no, I, I like the kicks. <laughs> I just don't like the coup de gras. Yeah, uh, well, he eventually he goes for that coup de gras, but Cole avoids it, and he hits the last shot, but Balor kicks out it too. So oh. crowd's going nuts after this. We're like, holy shit, what's going on? <laughs> what this is, is going <laughs> on? <laughs> so Balor, he fights back, and then he hits his coup de gras, and he gets ready to hit that 1916 until Johnny Gargano Wrestling himself <laughs> comes out, which distracts everyone, the ref included. Uh, then Cole hits a low blow, followed by another last shot to get the win and retain his title after a hot match. Crowd was very hot for this. This was awesome. This was uh, yeah, after- great, great. Considering they had what one week, they had no, they had no time to build anything, <laughs> right? I think this match was just kind of announced last week, so these guys have to rely on being their in-ring performers, which is exactly what they are. Like if you want, if you want a good match, Adam Cole. I don't think you can have a bad match with Adam Cole. I just don't think it's possible. No, you'd have to be an ass. You would have to be like just I don't know. Yeah, I can't even picture it. I can't even picture it. So yeah. of course Adam Cole's gonna come out there and give a one hell of a wrestling match. Uh uh the end the and the ending to me just felt like the best way to the the the, the best result. You know? I mean yeah. Balor well, yeah, Balor needed uh... to lose but stay protected. Johnny Gargano can come back. Um it's yeah. just there's so much heat in this main roster <laughs> or on the uh yeah everyone there's like yeah so many guys that could be the potential next champion this is the hottest here. main event scene <laughs> in, in across i mean possibly like across the board, across the board. yeah which really does yeah. feel like it uh yeah so after the match gargano just gets in the ring and beats finn with a chair just to give him some more just to give him some more um did you hear this thing i heard this thing uh it was an interview with tomaso champa saying that he refuses to go to the main roster Champa or Gargano? Uh, Tommaso Champa. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't um. know what made me just think of it. No, it was this interview where uh, he was asked, "Yeah, like who would you like to go on the main roster?" And his answer was pretty much like, "I'm almost forty, so I I would just say no. Like I'd rather yeah. retire than be on the main roster." I'm like, "Oh my god, that does not bode well. Uh, that does not bode well for this." Um, let's move on to the next match though, because uh, we have Tilly, Killian Dane taking on Damian Priest. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, story of the match. Dane's targeting Priest's injured ribs here, but he overcomes that and gets the win with the crossroads, which we were trying to remember a few weeks ago. Who, who did it? Yeah, I think we were, and yeah. I think I may have said Velveteen Dream, but it ended up being... Yeah. It's, it's Damien Crossroads. They're they're botching it on two channels now. Uh, <laughs> Although he did fine. He, did, he, did, he didn't really botch bad. it. It's just a, it's a good line. Yeah. It's a good yeah. line. It was good. It was it was. Good. Uh, he's on the rise yes, though he he's the on win. the rise like and like we just like we were just saying about this nxc championship picture i mean if damian priest priest is not there he's certainly in the north american picture oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah he's uh he's been putting together a couple wins here so uh another two guys who might be a step below that we got cameron grimes taking on kushida uh, at one point kushida hit this crazy move i don't even know what to call it they were like on the top rope, and he hit some sort of twisting yeah. What was that sunset victory roll? I don't even. I don't know even know what that was. was. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even know if more or new. I don't know. But great move, but it wasn't enough because Cameron Grimes gets the win with his little cave-in stomp, which I'm sure you love because it's kind of like the coup de grace. Oh yeah, I love it. I. L- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, grimy wins. Grime. <laughs> yeah, there's one thing I love. <laughs> it's changing a wrestler's name after he comes off the indies with a name that everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> and coup de gras. Oh, by the way, Dragon Lee changed his name. I don't know if you caught that. Speaking of name changes, we're going around the ring, folks. New Japan. <laughs> New Japan. Dragon Lee changed his name to something else Lee. Keith? Keith Lee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> changed his name to Keith Lee. Uh, I don't know. He, uh, cha- he changed his name to something. Fuck. Uh, Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. That was a, that was a little off. That was a little off. Side. All right. Uh, we get a quick women's match here. Io Shirai taking Ryu. on Santana Garrett. It's Ryu Lee. Uh, Sorry, I, I, never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Santana Garrett, she hung in there for a little bit, but the better woman won as Shirai hits her great moonsault for the victory. Yeah, why, why the heck not? Why the heck yeah, not? keep her looking strong. She's, uh, she's one of the best in the, in the world. One might even say the world. Uh, let's keep moving on, though, because um, we're almost at this main event, which we know is going to be hot. Um, oh, yeah, but before that, we have Pete Dunne taking on Travis Banks. Yeah, from uh, he's from NXT UK, right? I think. Uh, they 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 had said that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, this is a, a slight preview of that Worlds Collide. Oh right, 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 right. So right, uh, right, right. yeah, good, good back and forth match. Dunn hits the he hits the bitter end for the three count. So he's uh yeah he's another one hanging around in that uh, maybe North. He's American hanging. Title he's scene. hanging around, and of course uh, we don't even know where the Velveteen Dream is. Well, yeah, he's recuperating, but he's gonna come back. He's recovering hot. from being too cool. That's uh that's oh, the yeah. only injury that Velveteen Dream has. Hell yeah. Uh, it's main event time, though. It's main event time. We already got our first championship match, Adam Cole, Bebe, Finn Balor. So you know our main event tonight is going to be Shayna Baszler, the NXT Women's Champion, taking on Rhea Ripley. Uh, Rhea Ripley pinned um, pinned Shayna Baszler in that War Games match, you know, going through the tables. Uh, we knew we knew this championship match was going to be coming up next, and yes. this did not disappoint. No, this was great. Great match. Um you know, Ripley's in control early on. The goons come running down to the ring. Uh, at one point, they they interfere. They throw her into the ring posts, but the ref had enough. He ejects them, which is perfect. <laughs> uh, and then eventually, yeah, the ref, this weak ref, he gets knocked out when Baszler gets drop kicked into him. So uh, Baszler grabs a chair, hits a DDT onto the chair, onto Rhea, and then the ref recovers. She goes for the pin, but only gets a two. So crowd's going wild. We're chanting Rhea. 
Everyone, we all want to see her win. This fucking title reign's been going on way too long. But Shayna, she locks in the Karafuta clutch. And Ripley's struggling. It looks like she's out, man. She was selling. Her selling was great here. She looked like the life was out of her. The ref lifts up her hand, goes to drop it. But then she grabs his shirt at the last second, coming back to life, saving <laughs> her chance at the title. And, um, yeah, they end up, they fight their way up to the top turnbuckle. And then uh, Shayna's pounding on Rhea. But she grabs her, hits that riptide off the second turnbuckle, covers Shayna, gets the three count. The reign of terror is over. Rhea Ripley is your new woman's champion. Mike, I know you loved this match. Oh, yeah. I, I We haven't even gotten to our ending segment yet, but I already know what the answer to your <laughs> ending segment already is. This was fa- the, uh, this this was this was fantastic. Uh, like you said, she, her selling, um, and Shayna Baszler's been so dominant. Like you're sitting there, I there was a lot of points in this match where I'm like, "Fuck, Ray Ripley's gonna lose again. <laughs> it's gonna lose." Yeah, when she was in that clutch, I'm like, "She might." Not Shayna make it out Sh- of this. Shayna Baszler's gonna keep going, right? But then to make her way out of that clutch, uh, you gotta wonder though. You know, I mean, is Shayna Baszler gonna stick around in NXT? What's next for her? Nothing. Uh, I think there's nothing left for her in NXT. Move her up. You know, New Year, New Me. Move her up. Um, I think Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. You know, have have her. You know, maybe yeah. Take a couple months off TV. Come in. Come back into the Rumble. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the goons might um, kind of suffer because they'll be stuck down here. Yeah. And the, they'll, they'll need to find Let someone else to attach on to, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and then at the end on. of the match, uh, so everybody, uh, just a bunch of people came out and just like hoisted her on their shoulders. It was a big like moment yeah. kind of win too, it was which like was a, a lot of fun. You know, the end of Rocky two. The end of Rocky two, of course, where she did <laughs> she did take down uh, the most dominant woman. Um, yes. In this, uh, total Shayna Baszler's total. So she has two reigns. Of course, she's the most amount reigned champion. Uh, yes, for a total, she, she didn't beat Oscar's reign because of that that thing in the middle, there, like for yeah, for consecutive. There, there yes, was a thing the in the middle. Most total day. Well, um, well, even her her second her second uh, her second reign was still over a year. Four hundred sixteen you know? days to make five hundred forty eight total, uh, which of course yeah. is first to Oscar Oscar's five hundred twenty two reigns. 26 yeah. no, 26 more days and then no but then the field is nowhere fucking close i think page is the next yes. one by like half and the- it is one of the most prestigious list of like there's only been eight or nine champions and that's a very good list of names of course and those who have won i mean i'm just looking at this list right now Shayna baszler huge champ uh oscar yeah. had a couple championships page we already i mean fucking charlotte bailey sasha ember moon is really the only person on this list that hasn't yeah. seen I mean, she's seen some main roster main injuries, unfortunately. Engine. Yeah, I think she's still got lots. But think of the names that didn't win it, like Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, uh, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, all these. Carmella. Uh, Carmella. <laughs> Wait, is that she what? She was barely even wrestling. Does that one not count? Does that one but, not count? There you have it. That was a that was a hot Wednesday night. I think the uh, the results of, the yeah. results have come back. Uh, NXT won. Yeah, by a couple seven ninety five something. To 683. I heard that the there was a big news thing going on. I think so. I th- apparently like both shows struggled. Like both shows didn't do as well as they have been before. But uh, uh, I think they're both just kind of get averaging around that eight hundred k. I think that's going to be there. Which is fine. Which is fine. And there you but, have it. That was the Wednesday Night War. Yeah, man. Rhea Ripley. She's a superstar. Uh, long live the champion, the new champion. Yeah, you know, and and exactly. Let's take a couple weeks off and reevaluate the situation because it doesn't seem like even if, if Shayna Baszler's moving on, we have no top heel in this uh, in this women's division right now. So someone's gonna have to step up there too. Yeah, Io Shirai maybe. I thought, yeah, but Io's got her thing. Yeah, that's a good point. But, you know, uh, 
But no, the, yeah, Ripley. I don't know. I don't want EO to lose, and Ripley needs to hold this for a little bit. She's going to hold so it for we'll a little see. bit. And there you have it. There you have it, folks. That was the Wednesday Night War. Uh, while we're on the topic, while we're hot on this Ray Ripley match, let's just let's just start talking about it. Let's get into the Wrestler yeah. of the Week. With the Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, of the Week. We all know. Mike. It's got to be. There you go. The double R. Rhea the Ripley. The double R. Let's hope that nickname doesn't stick. <laughs> um, yeah, Rhea Ripley for me. It's always uh, it, yeah. it's great. It's great to see someone's first championship win, especially celebrated in such a. In, in a yeah, she had a nice emotional like. Yeah. In a, in a great way on a great show, uh, it, yeah, big big moment. So I, I you know I, it's hard to say no to those big moments. Yeah, and they've been you know the, ever since she came here from NXT UK, they've just been building her with the last couple months. She's been picking up a lot of good wins, and yeah, she finally did it. She slayed that beast, slayed Shayna Baszler, slayed that beast. And let's see where we go in 2020. I think that's all the time we have for this week's show. Yeah. So, that was yeah. that that was the week that is wrestling. You know, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe, all the stuff. Of course, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube. Um, of course, we've got one more episode coming up this year before the shooties. Yes, yeah, so the last week to get in the final contenders. Final contenders. So match of the year or something. Um, you never know. Get your t- get your tuxedos uh, dry cleaned. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, because uh, because we're gonna be walking the red carpet. Uh, the shooties are coming up, where we will review the best in the year, in the year of wrestling. All the stars brightest, and <laughs> all the brightest, all, all the stars there. brightest <laughs> will be there. That is yes. correct, Mike. Okay, that was all. That's all the time we got for this week. Um, I guess. Oh God, let's just gotta keep watching wrestling until next time. Yeah, not not quite as much as the past couple of weeks, so. We'll see. We'll see the content. We'll be back next week with some, some uh, fingers crossed, a wedding. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they'll do it that quick. Fingers crossed, though, Mike. Christmas a Christmas wedding would be lovely. Uh, uh, at least for not me. for the guests. For me, it would be. Okay, that's all the time we got. <laughs>